to. I'm Andrea. And I'm Aaron. In each episode, we feature a destination anywhere from right in our neighborhood to far off lands. We bring you our experience, some history, and a taste of each destination by sampling something unique to it. So whether you're listening to this in your car, on a train, on a plane, or in Spain, you'll learn about something to add to your bucket list. Or to remove from it. And in this week's episode, we talk Sody Pop memories. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sody so Pop. sit back and take a journey with us as we talk about the world outside your window. You have to understand, I actually convinced uh, Andy to make it. So she typed out S-O-D-Y for Sody, and I made sure that memories is M-E-M-R-Y-S. Not memories. No, these are memories. <laughs> I'm having too much fun with that. Yeah, I should have given you the dark side uh, Star Wars glass for this episode instead of the uh, light side. <laughs> it's okay. Either way, um, so we our last episode was about uh, Blue Sun uh, Soda. We have plenty left to taste. Yes. Um, I'm honestly still drinking part of the uh, the chocolate chip cookies because it's delicious. I just delicious. finished it. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I saved some for myself because I wanted to have two tastes because we've got another root beer coming up. Yeah. Um, I just, I, it was so good. I, I was drinking it and mm-hmm. I just finished it and it was good. I find it really funny because right now I have so many drinks in front of me. You so really I, do. I have my glass for the the root beer. I have the the rest of the State Fair chocolate chip uh, cookies soda. I have a Monster Blue Ice Hydro that I brought from work. I have a glass of water that you've given me, and then I have just the empty glass that I'm going to pour the thing in. It, I have all of the all of the hydration. I am not going to be without hydration today. So the um, the thing that I. Um so the thing that I, I just, uh, you heard me typing the background. Mm-hmm. This is our social episode, which means we're a little more relaxed the way we record this episode. Loosey goosey. A little more loosey goosey. Um, the social episodes are every five episodes. We kind of, you know, we stop talking about a place mm-hmm. and Aaron and I just sit down and chat. Exactly. Um, it's our way of connecting with each other and with you, our listeners. So if we, you know, if you write into us, uh, we'll read your letters on the air, providing that they're okay, fit to air. Give us topics. Give us topics to chat about on our social episode. And honestly, um, tell us places to go. The latest one. Ideas. What was the name of your friend that doesn't drink? Uh, Blake. Blake. So Blake said that, you know, we don't, we talk about all kinds of things that involve liquor, mm-hmm. booze, you know, places that serve beer. And for this one, we wanted to talk about, for the social episode, we decided to take that and talk about not drinking. Mm -hmm. And so for the social episode, we're going to focus on stuff that isn't, doesn't involve alcohol. And maybe it's something that, you know, it's, you can have for your children or your friends that don't drink booze or just enjoy because there's nothing wrong with having booze free days and months and weeks and all the fun stuff. So, um, what I'd like to kind of open it up with is just talk about how as a kid, one of my favorite things to do is to ask my dad because he traveled a lot for work mm-hmm. to bring back root beer from, or from every place that he visited. I would ask him to bring back bottled root beer. And um, I think I must have been a boring little kid because I always asked him to bring, like, he would always end up bringing back, like, Killebrew root beer or IBC root beer. And my little kid brain would always be like, yeah, this is new and cool. And it's the same root beer you've drank for months and probably a couple years at that point. Yeah, at that point. Yeah. But it was different because it was in a bottle rather than a can. Mm Mm-hmm. 
that made it fancy. Yeah, it did. And it also came from a far off land. It like did. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Exactly. Or Fargo, North Dakota. <laughs> Um, but when we would visit my grandma, there was a drive-in called Dog and Suds, mm-hmm. or as my dad liked to call it, the Arfen Barf. <laughs> the Arfen Barf? Yeah, my dad was, my dad is, he's not. <laughs> he still is. He still is. Um, he is a weird guy, but, um, so Dog and Suds are a chain of drive-ins. They're sort of like, sort of local, they're drive-in eateries, they're not like drive-in theaters. Um, it looks like they were founded in Champaign, Illinois, according to Wikipedia. Ooh, in um, 1952. Yep, in 1953. Yeah. Um, they were mostly, in, they gained like uh, their kind of familiarity in the 1950s and 60s. Um, yeah, we were at 19, was it 1953? Yep. Champaign, Illinois. Um, but the thing that, the one that I remember going to is in Tomahawk, Wisconsin. Oh, Tomahawk. Yeah. And according to, according, and actually one of the reasons that I brought this up and the thing that really kind of struck me is that <laughs> I was browsing around Blue Sun because I have a tendency to always try to factor in traffic when I have to be at like a, a, Mm-hmm. professional appointment on time exactly so i showed up there at 4 30 <laughs> with an appointment at five with an appointment at five and uh as i was walking around blue sun i saw a root beer bottle that said dog and suds on it and you got so excited. I was so excited because I was like, this is just like the drive-in because it had the same logo and everything. <laughs> so I'm sitting here in the back of the, uh, the back of the um, store, the store, actually, no, yeah, in the office with Mark oh, yeah. before the interview. And I say, hey, um, one of the coolest things I saw out there, like we were talking, is that you have a dog in suds root beer out there. And he was like, yeah, I am. Um, Really? Like, he's like, yeah, I, um, weirdly <laughs> enough, there was one when I was a kid in like this no-name town. And I was like, yeah, my mom, my grandma lived in a no-name town and they had a dog in suds. So, um, it's just amazing how, like, uh, how things like this connect each other, connect us together. Yeah. So let's go ahead and open that up. You hear that? That was an amazing one. That was good. Let's Here see we what go. we get for poor. Some good glugs and some good frost or frothiness on there. That sounds great. I really just wanted to go for more of that. It's weird ASMR with root beer. Root beer really does. I, I, hold on, I want to hear that again. No, I think we're we're past, oh, the, we're past, we're the, past really. the carbonation yeah. kind of tipping point. So this actually has, uh, this actually looks more like a root beer barrel, like in terms of color. It has almost reddish color to it. It smells amazing. Oh, wow. So this has that, um, oh, what's the, oh, gosh. Um, so like sometimes when you have like a root beer, it doesn't have that that rooty flavor or rooty aroma to it. Mm-hmm. This does. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. It smells really good. It smells so good. I'm going to taste it. Go for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that is really good. 
As somebody who like so, there's an uh, an A and W like restaurant location in the mall, mm-hmm. uh, and I go there frequently because they're like they have the quickest surface service and they have better food than most of the sure. fast food places. Um, but they have you know Fountain A and W um, available, and A and W is good root beer. It's not like it's mass produced, so it's not like small batch kind of good. But this is really good. This is the dog really and suds. Good, really. I'm really root glad beer. that you like had that whole nostalgia gasm oh, and came through with this. Like, this is what root beer should taste like. Mm-hmm. This really is. Like, I realize that uh, I'm sure that there are other, like, small root beer brands out there mm-hmm. that taste similar to this. But um, this is the first time in a long time that I've had. If your favorite root beer is Barks, please, please go to something better. Go to Blue Sun. Go to Blue Sun. And try some of their root beers. Or find something that will get you Blue Sun to <sighs> dist- distributed near you. Because this was good. Um, this is good. I'm going to drink this for the rest of the episode. Um, so I'm, I'm looking, I mean, I realize that I've been talking about dog and suds for a while now. Mm-hmm. They're only open. The one that I would go to is only open seasonally. Mm-hmm. Um, true to their form. Uh, we found a menu online. Uh, Which now is making me really hungry. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's okay. I just saw, I saw like three different variations in a foot long hot dog and I'm like, <laughs> man, the state fair can't come fast enough. Yeah. Okay. So while we're kind of just perusing more stuff about dog and suds and you're, you're I'm sorry, you're I'm going to finishing. Stop. That's okay. So I like at dog and one suds. of the things that I was now reminded of by the conversation we were having, which is how conversations work. Um, when I was five years old, I traveled in a motorhome for the first time. Okay. Um, it was my dad, our pastor, who was my dad's friend and, and employer at the time, um, and then my best friend as a child, who was our pastor's oldest son, and then one of the other people that worked in the AV department at our church. And they were going to, um, they were going to Nashville to look at um, the factory that was going to build the new giant soundboard for the church. And they decided to bring me and Topaz uh, down with them. So me and he were both five years old and were just rambunctious kids in this rented Winnebago. And it was the first time that I'd slept in a moving vehicle and was comfortable. Right. So we have this whole road trip just down like, you know, we drove down through Ohio and well, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, and then down into Kentucky and then crossed down into Nashville territory. And then it was on the outskirts of Nashville and I don't remember a lot because I was a child and I just remember jumping around and being told to stop jumping while the vehicle was in motion. I'm supposed to have a seatbelt on and me and my friend were just like no! Um, But we got down to this factory. It's just a factory that's building these things. There's not really an office area um, because of course this is like the the mid 80s, the late 80s, right? And so we we end up being kind of corralled in this little Mm -hmm. area And all that existed was a couple of like chairs and a like small kind of more card table area, which I think served as part of the break area. But I can't really tell because I was so young. So scale is weird in in the retelling and the memory. But what they had was a soda um, like vending machine, but it was a really old style vending machine. Oh, really? Right. And it it cost a nickel. Right. Yeah. So what happened is we were handed these two five year old boys were handed like a roll of nickels each. 
Wait, and a, a just roll l- like an actual active roll of nickels. So wait, each. that would be what? It's like um, two dollars. Yeah, two dollars worth of nickels. But each soda was a nickel. Okay, so quick math. So two dollars. Uh, it's it's that's, it's five yeah. five nickels is twenty five cents. So that's twenty. <laughs> 20 nickels, which is 20 sodas for each of us, which is a nightmare in my own life now. Like if I were to hand a five-year-old 20 bottles of soda and just said, have fun, I would lose my mind because that kid is going to be bouncing off the walls forever. Yes. Now, luckily for for our fathers, we only wanted the orange soda, which was oh. non-caffeinated. So there's no caffeine, but it's very sugary because it was like old nondescript glass bottles in a like sure. like machine that probably came from the sixties. Didn't have the the bottle opener. Had right the on bottle it. opener on the front. Okay. We we were taught how to use it, and if I remember correctly, it was more of a like we all kind of got brought in, and then the people who worked at the factory were kind of like there's children okay and we were just kind of brought there by somebody while the rest of the like the the adults went on the tour and it's just like uh have some nickels there's soda don't leave this area and we're like free soda and we lost our minds and we went and we just started buying all of the first we just bought one a piece and then we chugged the orange soda and we're like we need more orange soda so we went back and we got another orange soda and then our brains kicked in we're like we can just buy a few at a time so then we were we both rations <laughs> no no we didn't want to ration we wanted all of the orange soda right. so we sat there and it was like we just started like you know we put two nickels in each and get two sodas so now we had one in each hand and so then we chug those as fast as we can and we're just running around in circles in this tiny little area but it's there's no corral there's no like there's nothing that will keep us from leaving this area in my memory and maybe there was and maybe I'm just remembering the pure joy of being a kid on a wicked sugar high drinking orange soda in a factory in Tennessee. But we got to the point where we drank all of the orange soda. There was no more because it like each has an option. Oh, you my know? gosh. So now we're out of orange soda, but we still have nickels. But we don't want anything but orange soda because we're hopped up on orange soda. And so I think we started grabbing other things and we started handing them to people passing by. And I don't know why. And I'm pretty sure they're just like, thanks, kid. And then just <laughs> walked away and probably put it in a locker or something. But it's like we wasted the rest of those nickels. I think we drank one other soda apiece after all the orange was gone. And I'm pretty sure the next... Like, like the next time people came back, somebody had to have been upset that there was no more orange soda in that thing. Because there's always that person that has their favorite thing. I'm surprised you didn't vomit orange. I like. I remember at some point in the trip not feeling well. I'm pretty sure it was the night after all of the orange soda. It was probably after the sugar high hit, like just ended, and we yeah. crashed. Because um, I know we stayed in a hotel that night. Mm-hmm. And the only other real memory I have, because um, I have spotty memories because five years old, you don't remember everything. Um, but I had like spotty memories of just parts of the trip, you know, the jumping around and the things. I remember I wasn't feeling well. And my dad like brought me to a uh, like a convenience store, but I wasn't wearing shoes, so he had to carry me the whole time because I refused to put my shoes on for some reason. <laughs> like I distinctly remember being like, "No, I'm coming with you, but I'm not putting my shoes on." And he's just like, 
Okay, and it's like two in the morning. It is very late and I shouldn't have been awake, but I'm pretty sure that I crashed early <laughs> and then just woke up and needed something and wasn't feeling good. And he's probably like, yeah, because he hasn't eaten anything. He drank like 13 orange sodas. Wow. <laughs> so we go to this convenience store and I'm just in my dad's arms and I'm squirming because I want like candy and he's like we talked about if you're not putting the shoes on you cannot just walk around because of course this is like a walk up convenience store in more of a like urban area whereas I grew uh, I grew up in uh, in the suburbs so if I ran out in my in my like in my bare feet in our neighborhood there's not going to be random broken glass and detritus that exists in a city on a sidewalk Um, and things that happen in, in on sidewalks from vagrants don't happen in the suburbs where I grew up. Um, so I just remember being very upset that I couldn't get the candy bar I wanted. My dad was trying to like bend over to pick up the candy without letting me go. Mm. And I was fighting him tooth and nail. And he's just like, God. And I, I can only imagine now at my current age, which is a little older than my dad yeah, was I at the time, and just be like... to handle a squirming kid. God, I, that had to be horrible for him. Because not only that, but there's all, the other, there's all these other people in the store so it's like he's sitting there like wrestling with this kid who's not wearing shoes and they're having an argument about why he can't stand on the bare like in his bare feet on the floor because he has no shoes and yes I want to get you the candy please stop yelling about the candy please stop freaking out and I'm like really thankful my dad didn't just lose it and go fine fine stand on the dirty floor (laughs) (laughs) wow that was a really like it's one of those trips that comes up in memory to me randomly, and it's always funny. Because I, like, again, there's a five-year-old that lives in the house that we live in. Like, our housemates have a daughter. And if I gave her 13 bottles, 13 of, bottles orange of orange soda over the course of, like, four hours and just let her go to town, A, I know several people would be very upset yes. with me. And B, I would then have to deal with it. <laughs> And there would be there'd be terrible sugar high consequences. There would be very terrible ramifications. <laughs> I feel. I mean, I've drank. I've had thirteen bottles of orange soda now in four <laughs> in four hours, and there have terrible been terrible consequences. <laughs> I mean, in college, uh, we discovered that our local uh, convenience store carried cheer wine. Oh God! And one of our one of our. Uh, one of our bassists in our in our college band. Yes, I had a very terrible college band. Um, our uh, our Did was you really in, go to college if you didn't have a terrible college band. Yeah, you can. Okay, that's true. Um, anyway, the bassist had traveled to a place that sold cheer wine and was convinced that cheer wine is nowhere else but the state that they were from. <laughs> So you found well, it. I mean, they were from they were from Wisconsin originally, from Canada. Mm, okay, and um, and they uh, and he uh, he uh, he's like he had tra- I think he had traveled to like Tennessee or something, and he's like, yeah, they only have cheer one in Tennessee. I'm like, no, well, I, I mean, now of course I know they don't, but yeah. back then I thought he was like, yeah, it's 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 this weird cherry soda. Hmm. And I'm assuming he was enamored with it? Yes. Of course. And so uh, we found out that they stocked it at the local convenience store, and we drank, like, so many many of them. (laughs) Those are the moments. Yeah, you haven't lived until uh, you start coughing up uh, (laughs) phlegm that is red (laughs) because of cheer wine. 
And you know that's something you can really only get away with when you're that young and you still feel invincible. Yes. Because honestly, if I coughed something up red immediately after eating a beet salad, I would lose my mind and run to the emergency room. I there was the day that I that um that I ate an entire bag of <laughs> flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And uh and I uh I I wasn't feeling too well. Yeah. So I threw up. Yeah. And it was bright red. Yes. Flaming hot red, you might say. Yeah, you might say it was flaming hot red. I can't imagine that was pleasant coming back up. No, no. <laughs> Yeah. Um, was it like what size bag are we talking? And I know some of you are going to be really grossed out to have to picture this. And I'm sorry, but I need to know. Was this like uh, like a, a a snack pack size or was this like a medium bag or was this one of those like really? Oh, no, big... it wasn't like a family size bag. Okay. No, it was it was just a, like a standard size bag of Flamin' Hot like Cheetos. The one you go to the gas station get for like a dollar. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh-huh. It wasn't, it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't like an obscene amount of Flaming Hot Cheetos. I was just, I. I God, now I'm remembering the, uh, those, those Doritos that we tasted from the Philippines. Oh, yeah. God, I just want those again. The, the, the Meat Lover's Pizza. <laughs> meat Lover's Dorito Pizza crackers. Dorito Crackers. Oh, my goodness. We need to make, we need, we need a listener that lives in Australia. So, okay, whatever. It's it's a social episode. Have you tasted the, um, the like spicy nacho, but not the sweet heat, but the spicy nacho Doritos? Yeah. I like those a lot right now. I do too. They have them at the Walgreens in the Mall of America and it's like two, two packs of Doritos for three fifty. Yeah. Like the spicy nacho or the spicier nacho. Yeah. Yeah. So I got the spicy nacho. I usually do the the cool ranch and the spicy nacho because I find Mm -hmm. those counterbalance pretty well. Um, but man, I just, I want snack food. I haven't eaten Have you had the sweet lime chili? I haven't done the sweet lime chili, but usually because, um, like, lime flavor on potato chips usually tastes so fake to me. Okay. That it just, like, the first couple are great, but then after that I have to stop. It was like the, like, the Tostitos hint of lime. Well, these ones are more like Takis, though. They're more like Takis? Yeah. Like, in terms of the, like, flavor profile. Okay. I'll probably give those a shot then. But like, if you get the, the like the restaurant style Tostito or yeah Tostitos, um, the just tortilla chips with the hint of lime, mm-hmm. it just comes out more salty with the kind of like the first taste of lime is kind of nice, and the second and third it's like there, and then after that it's like I need something else. Oh, you just gave me another sort of hot memory. Okay, let's hear. I it. was at a land party. And there was this... It's uh, a very old statement to say. Yes. There was... Uh, somebody brought a computer keyboard that had just this little thin veneer of red <laughs> on the top of it. It wasn't me. It was not me. But I remember looking at it and thinking... Just the Cheetos dust? Yeah. It wasn't... It was... You couldn't tell if it was Cheetos Cheeto, dust Dorito. or if it was it's, Dorito dust. Or it's a but, combination of a bunch of them. Yeah. But it was like, that's your land party keyboard. We know that's your land party keyboard because you never take that out of your bag. You no, know? no. It just sits in a. It just sits in a. Um, well, because duffel not, bag. Yeah, you're not going to spend as much time messing around with uh, like thoroughly cleaning your fingers when you're just got the like the spare keyboard that you use for land parties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the ten dollar keyboard that you got. Mm-hmm. 
It sounds like a mechanical keyboard. <laughs> it's not a mechanical keyboard, but it sounds like it, and it's probably a little hard to push the keys down. It's your Dell knockoff. <laughs> but the soda pop memory for that one is the fact that at that very same LAN party, somebody had like uh, three cases of balls energy drink oh god i remember that was like the the big thing to have when you were a nerd in the late 90s and early 2000s oh god and you could it was the only soda you could buy from best buy at the time you can still buy it at micro center Like, I see it every time that I go. And, like, I don't go to Micro Center that often. I used to go more often when I needed things. Like, you know, we'd have mm-hmm. to we'd have to set something up and I needed to buy a switch and some, some Ethernet cables. But, like, I went back to get my most recent laptop, like, a couple months ago now. And I just, I saw the, the, the fridge full of balls and, like, sugar-free balls. And I started giggling like a 14-year-old boy again. And my wife looks at me and she's like, oh, God. She loves me, and I love her, and she puts up with all of my stupidity, and I do the same for her. I mean, her. Balls is like the Zima of energy drinks. It really is. It's not that great, but everyone's like, oh, he's drinking balls. He's got, he's drinking balls. And by the way, for those of you who have not known what this is, it's spelled B-A-W-L-S. So it's we're not just trying to get away with saying the word balls a lot. It is a weird thing that was so huge for like a four-year period. Mm-hmm. It was like... Well, they sponsored like yeah. a whole bunch of yeah. things. For like the long, I, I don't know. Like it was like because they, like, they were too, they were too like esports. What Red Bull was to extreme sports. You're gonna hear click clacking. Let's hear the click clacking. Um, but it no, it's like they they did sponsor a lot of things, and there was a lot of like you know because that was when esports was becoming a thing, and they're like it's gonna be on ESPN in two years, and it's not, but it's not small, and you know there's a lot of people that are you know doing really interesting things and you know there's a lot of competitions these days um but it's it did not become the global phenomenon that anyone thought that it was going to what what was that face for there was a there was a terrifying face i I, i'm i know i'm not supposed to make fun of people yeah i know i'm not supposed to make is there a pronunciation for that no man it's just it, okay, so again, for like the 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 whole late '90s things, like this thing was balls was created in 1996. Yeah, and basically, what it is is um, it it got it got big because nerds. <laughs> Nerds, like so, uh, computer like computer gaming companies were were like reviewed it, and uh, then he started sponsoring. The creator started sponsoring land parties with it. Yep, like that's how that's how it became its its thing. That's how it became as big as it did. This is wholly ridiculous. Like it was a nightclub product. <laughs> It was a nightclub product, of Aaron. Course. Of course, of course, it and, was. And it was, it was. Uh, it became a beverage sponsor of the Cyber Athlete Professional League in two thousand two. 
Yes, and then CompUSA started carrying it. <laughs> CompUSA. Yeah. There's a throwback. Uh-huh. Like, it's just, it it, beca- it became this thing. So, um, if you want to know, caffeine has, like, uh, it has 64 milligrams of caffeine. Which is listed as moderate. Yeah. Um, which is pretty good. Um, let's compare it to, um... Let's see how much death, how much it would take to kill me. <laughs> death by caffeine. Mm-hmm. If it'll load it, this what, website's kind of... What is the LD50 on caffeine? I don't know. Um, but compared to coffee, anyway, compared to coffee, it's <laughs> 16, 16 cans have 100 milligrams? Oh, no, they, it, each can has 100 milligrams of caffeine. Gotcha. So it has... Yeah, it has oh, bowl. the serving size is 10 fluid... It is 10 ounces. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Either way... Wait, did that say it's a 32? Scroll up a little bit. Oh, no, 12 pack. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. I thought it was a 32 ounce bottle, and I'm just like, that's terrifying to me. Like, Mm -hmm. as somebody who legit used to drink, like, five to six energy drinks a day every day which is terrible for you don't do it um like that's that's a lot um oh man we are running out of time on this that's okay though it's our social episode you know bottom line caffeine caffeine's amazing it helps make the world run and it does Um, and some people are allergic it's one of the few drugs that you can do every day at work and no one cares that's that's true it's like that and ibuprofen that's true uh you know what the travel hypoxia theme is good day by alex copyright 2012 our closing music is now we're talking by jaris copyright 2015 both licensed under creative commons attribution 3.0 license and can be found at dig.ccmixter.org thank you very much for listening to this week's episode we hope you enjoyed it and we wish you a a look look out out your window. window that one was better it's still recording i know Walking with you and you're moving people